always got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Steve, do you have a favorite animal? Uh, penguins, I think? Oh, uh, yeah, you do love penguins. Sometimes it's hard to tell, like, you get a favorite animal when you're like a kid like nine and then you start after thinking is it really my favorite or is it just because i thought it was my favorite yeah and you learn about a lot more animals as you get older yeah you can go oh yeah no i like that one women love penguins though because the fathers have to take care of the babies right oh that they sit on the eggs yeah they sit on the yeah how thing great is that? Seahorses actually, the male seahorses carry the babies. Oh, yeah. and they and they come out and they go doo, 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 doo. <laughs> only if Ariel. you're in the Little Mermaid. Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, as you get older, you find out about lots of animals. But sometimes it's fun to just go back to the the animals that are super recognizable and that everybody enjoys. Right. I don't know anybody that don't like a lion because they're beautiful. They're amazing. Uh amazing yeah but we wanted to talk about a new show out on disney plus in your favorite tab my favorite i've had such high hopes for this tab since it was created (laughs) the nat geo tab right nat geo um and i i thought it had been the show had been going for a little bit longer but apparently we're kind of on the front end of it because it only has two episodes at the time of this recording um, and it's the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Oh, it's so good. I love this show. How did, how did you find it? I literally was just kind of fiddling around and I was like, animals, I like animals. And it was, uh, it's a short enough runtime that you don't have to commit a bunch of time to watching an episode. It's like 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I can watch this real quick. And then I instantly got sucked in and was invested immediately. So much. Yeah. Uh, now we've said that one of the best American parks is Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's it's the greatest thing. Right. And it really the only way you can describe that is it's a zoo that Disney happens to have some rights in. Yeah. Right. Incidentally, there are rights, and there's some incident. And really, I mean, uh, quite honestly, it's all about the um, it's all about the safari ride in the back, right? Yeah. Which is like the coolest ride ever. It's the full size of Disneyland on opening day. Right. Um, that ride alone is over 55 acres. Yeah. There's the safari uh, place that over the the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that overlooks that. So you can wake up with the drafts every morning. Which oh my gosh. Awesome. It's so Disney. Um, I actually did some homework and got you some Animal Kingdom numbers. I love Animal Kingdom because numbers. Everyone Give them knows to Steve loves him some right? numbers. Right. <laughs> um, so apparently... The Animal Kingdom has 580 acres of property that it utilizes. Wow. That is a big old chunk of land. That is 10 times the size of Disneyland. Yeah. Or was. I think, I mean, obviously it's a little bit bigger now, but on opening day. Yeah. 500 acres? 580 acres. Son of a crazy. (laughs) 
And wow. you have to have that kind of land for all these animals because they have 34 species of animals that they maintain on the property. So like the park is only a small fraction of oh, what you are sure. actually in. Yeah, and you find that a lot while watching this show that they have quite extensive backstage areas that they use as veterinary type of situations for various animals. Wow. Um, and in 20- That's true. Yeah. That is essentially the whole part of the show. Yeah. Take you backstage. In 2019, it hosted 13.88 million guests, ranking it as the third most visited theme park in North America and sixth most visited in the world. In the world. Isn't that awesome? That is phenomenal. And it is, um, I can pretty much say it is my favorite park in Florida. Um, The atmosphere is very much my aesthetic. Right. I love the jungly kind of uh, overgrown ancient temple sort of look that they go for in a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and I love animals. Yeah. So it it's feels very incredibly easy. authentic. Yeah. It's very easy for me to go there and go, oh, okay, I can feel at peace here. It's very calm right. for most things. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the Disney legends that we're going to talk about, Joe Rody, is the one that was in charge of it. And he is um eccentric eccentric in the best way right (laughs) and he's done so much work to make it look incredible it's phenomenal they were he recently did a thing where like they were they were doing a thing uh, we'll talk about it later okay way to build something up and then stop talking Uh next time next time (laughs) uh but on this show the magic of disney's animal kingdom it's narrated by josh gad which many people will know as olaf Totally um, Olaf. It's Olaf. The whole time. Walking you around the hottest parks, you know. <laughs> in summer. <laughs> um, and the thing that drew me in to the first episode, um, they were talking about working with the giraffes, right? Um, they tried to eat my hair the first time we went. They did try to eat your hair. Love it. Um, and the giraffes, I don't know much about the personality of giraffes, but right. watching this thing, they're like, they just kind of do whatever they want. There's no training a giraffe, really. She, they'll just do what they want most of the time. Okay. Um, and they have this giraffe that has hoof problems. Oh. And their their concern is that at the current time, the only way they can work on their hooves is if they sedate the giraffe, which is obviously wow. very difficult to do because they're super tall. Yeah. And when they fall asleep, you have to be able to oh manage that. You know what I mean? I had no idea I missed all of that. Right? And so the goal is to get this specific giraffe to walk to a side of her pen and put her little hoof up oh. on a pad so that they can work on her hoof. Oh. And they show them trying for hours, trying to get her just to walk down to this area, you know? And, you know, the guy that is working with the giraffes says, you know, before this, I was working with the big cats, which is much different. Like the big cats, you kind of get pretty immediate results if you draw them in with food or whatever. Oh, yeah. But he's like, the giraffes will just do whatever they want. And if they don't (laughs) feel safe, they're not going to do it. 
So That's they're hilarious. literally standing at the end of this thing, like shaking food at her, trying to get her to walk down the hall. And they show her, she just looks out at all the cameras and goes back and they're <gasps> like, nope, she's not doing it. <laughs> no, a giraffe is totally my new spirit animal. <laughs> I love her. And, you know, spoiler alert for the first episode, but they do manage to get her to walk to the end and put her little hoof up. On the pad, and the doctor is able to scrape off irregularities on her hoof so she can walk easier. That's fun. It's very exciting. And it's that kind of stuff that I love about this show. Right. It shows not that it is a theme park that has animals in it, but it is a functioning zoo where they care about the animals and they allow you to go and see them. Yeah, it's the best natural environment type of a place ever. Yeah. Um, And they... Just absolutely incredible. What I really, really love about this show so far has been, and I sure hope they keep on doing like as many episodes as possible. Right. Because there's so many animals throughout yeah. all of, you know, because they even take us over to the other park as well, right? Over to um, Living with the Land. They took us to Epcot to see Living with the Seas. Living yeah. with the Seas. Of course it's Living with the Seas. <laughs> oh my goodness. With the, with the Stingray. Of course that would make sense where we go and visit Nemo and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so they take us to where they have other animals as well. But, um, but what I love about it is that when you're at Disney, when you're at Animal Kingdom, there are so many animals and there are so many people that you don't get the time to fully appreciate and it's hot it's always hot in florida it's always hot in florida and so you're always trying to decide like do i spend more time with the gorillas or do i go get an iced coffee well (laughs) and we all know what steve thinks (laughs) I want to look at the gorillas. Steve wants to look at ice coffee. But there's a frozen lemonade at the end of this walkway. So we, you know, kind of got to get going. Um, So you don't really get as much time to appreciate them as much in the park. And I I like that it gives you, in the same way that the parks give you the chance to really appreciate the rides that you're going on. We know, like we talk about when the first time I went on the um, Monsters, Inc. ride, I said, yeah, it's really cute, but what's up with the doors? Why are we in a bathroom? (laughs) And for me, this right does this show does exactly that for Animal Kingdom. It gives you gives you a chance to really get to know the animals more, right? Literally by name. Yeah, they give them all names, except they didn't name the stingray at the end of the second one, which I really wanted a name for them. They didn't even know the gender till almost the very end of yeah. the show, and then they tell us. Yeah. And if you want to know, you're gonna have to watch it. Yeah. We're not gonna give <laughs> things away because this is a fun show. Especially for younger kids that uh, maybe even are interested in veterinary things. This gives you a very frank discussion about what they have to do to take care of these animals. Yeah. And it is um, constant maintenance and vigilance on their health at all times. Um, And just in the first two episodes, we've seen them work with something as large as the giraffe down to a chicken. Oh, yeah. They've done multiple things with all these random animals. And it's really fun to see how uh, we as people learn to work with animals like this because they all have personalities that you have to learn how to function with. Oh, very much so. Absolutely. Um, One of the fun ones is they, uh, they are working with the parrots at Animal Kingdom. And every day at the Animal Kingdom, they have the parrots fly over the the park basically to the front of the tree of life as a show yeah six times a day it's amazing and 
you can just be there and not realize it's happening and suddenly there's like 16 beautiful macaw parrots flying over your head and you're like what is going on in this around the magical tree of life type yeah, thing super pretty stunning it's and it is stunning to watch in the park yeah it's hard to at times because again it's so hot i can't <laughs> but after watching it on the show i we can't wait to it go gives you a better it. appreciation especially if we go back in like a january february yeah oh i'm gonna get myself a <laughs> seat enjoy um, myself but they they talk about how they get those birds to do that because i'm sure there's a lot of questions about i had questions about it uh-huh. they're like these birds are flying a very long distance so obviously their wings aren't clipped to keep them from flying so how do you keep these birds from just taking off you right. know yeah and that is what makes it so magical in the park too is because they you can just see them like fly in from over the trees and into the oh it's beautiful yeah and it's that sort of thing that i think as a kid i would have found extremely interesting to watch um the extensive amount of work that has to go into keeping these animals healthy training them um doesn't just mean training them to do tricks it means training them to do things that help you take care of them um they have a uh, a great uh, section on the elephants which are my favorite animal personally yeah um and they have all these quote unquote behaviors that they teach them to do on command so that they can check and make sure that they're healthy you know like yeah. open your mouth really wide so we can look in there <laughs> or put your foot back up through this this fence here so we can check the bottom of your feet you know like you think about these things uh, in conjunction with like a circus where they would have the circus animals do weird tricks and it didn't seem to be for any kind of reason. Oh, uh-huh. But in the animal kingdom, they uh, obviously are teaching them to do these things for a reason. And the reason is for their benefit. Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah. Now, I know they're not going to be able to give us the same dramas like the Kardashians do. But I would love the Kardashians. <laughs> people Did you just that. say that on our podcast? You know what I mean? Like people love to watch <laughs> them and like keep tuning in over and over again to see like the, you know, what they're into that week or whatever. Are they still on? Uh, they just got canceled this year. Oh, it's their right. final year of something. I did not know that. Uh, but I want the same thing with like the, the big silverback uh, gorilla. Oh. Right? Like I want to check in like weekly with him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really concerned about because yeah, they have like a 35 year old silverback gorilla. Yeah, like 39, I think they said. Was he 39? Oh, geez, crazy. Maybe um, 30, somewhere in there. He was in his 30s, and while that doesn't seem very old to me, since I am in my 30s, uh-huh. uh, apparently for silverback gorillas, that is really old. Yeah, and they made him a birthday cake, which was super fun, and then he got a cold. Ah, which just the drama of it all. My pearls. I said, no, don't let that man die. (laughs) Man, it was so stressful because he's a father of three, four, four, father of four, father of four. Yeah. So like, I want to check in with him frequently to find out like how he does. And so we can get to know him better when we go to see him in the park. But and thus far, they have had the elephants, I I believe, on both episodes. Uh probably because they're such a big draw Everybody for people. Everybody loves the elephants. Yeah. Yeah. And the lions too. The lions are oh, amazing. I love the lions. So much better than Lion King. Right? <laughs> so much better than that. Tiger King. Sorry, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. well, that yeah. Show. I mean, the Lion King, you know, the remake wasn't my favorite, but the original one was super good. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it is really interesting to watch, uh, like we mentioned before, you find out that the very little bit of the animals that you get to see in the parks pales in comparison to the extensive backstage spaces that they have for these animals. Uh, And um, those of us that have been to the park probably know Rafiki's Planet Watch pretty well. Uh, You have to take a train to get out to it. I do love that. It's like a legitimate purpose for the train. It's so far away and so far out there that there's only one way out there. Yeah. That's crazy. And now you know why, because the park is so big. It's so big. And you're going out there to the vet hospital, essentially. Right. And, you know, it's, it's definitely a big risk as to whether or not you're going to actually see any kind of veterinary things going on while you're out there because it's obviously not happening constantly, but they had this amazing thing where they're doing a checkup on one of the lionesses there in front of people. Like, can you even imagine? I, they couldn't have torn me away from the window. (laughs) The whole day. Oh my gosh. It'd be like, bring the lion back. Cause they're like picking up her lion paws and showing them how big they are and testing her, you know, and it's amazing. Have we ever seen any animals in there? Um, I think we've seen a tortoise in there once. Mm. Um, but they do that have right. they have animals back there normally too. They have like their lizard and their bug collection back in that area, so you uh-huh. can go back there and just see things. And then they also had uh the drawing academy back there last time we were there. Yeah, that was interesting that they put it back there, and I'm glad that they did because it worries me that the reason they had to close that is because it wasn't being utilized as much. And so to move the train that many times a day yeah. to have like four people per train would be, yeah. out, would be horrible because there's no other way to walk back there. You yeah. have to take the train. It's completely disconnected from the park. And the Animation Academy was chock full every time we were there. So it worked. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That was great. It, and then people would walk up and down the halls. And, and I guess I could see where that would be a problem if you take the train, you get all the way out there and there's absolutely nothing to see. Yeah. And then you're like, this is, it took an hour of the day. That's an expensive hour. Yeah. Not knowing if there's going to be anything out there. I guess that could I mean, be a but like I said, they have like their reptiles, they have lots of lizards and things back there and things. So there are things to see there pretty consistently, obviously. But yeah, there's no guarantee that they're going to be doing a a physical on a lioness if you happen to be back there that day you know it's it is an amazing concept though like uh the studios used to have where you could go watch people animate that never really animated right um to to be able to do the same thing for animals uh only disney right fantastic it's so good so good so it's a great show totally worth watching oh for sure i did hear on the on the radio today though they're announcing another a National Geographic show about the moonwalk. Oh, um, and that's all I remember. Oh, and good. it's coming out. It's coming out soon, though, in the, like this month, I think. Uh-huh. So, of course, you know I'm going to be watching it. You love space. I do. I do. And I love I love Nat Geo. <laughs> See, this is the thing is like, so I remember when we first heard that Disney Plus was coming out and what was going to be on there. And they said they were going to have a Nat Geo section. We kind of both went, ah. What's going to be on that? Oh, I'm so excited though. Um, And I'm really glad that they have drawn me into this specific section of Disney Plus without my realizing it, you know? Yeah, because we watched that whole show, The Shape of Dogs, that had like two episodes, unfortunately. Yeah. I also wanted that thing to go on forever. (laughs) 
I don't know what what you could have kept doing. We did a whole podcast on that, didn't we? We did because I also loved that show. It was like the best show. I think I think they're probably just paying you apparently to promote promote that one that one section. Well, they don't want to hear what I have to say about Fox then. Oh. No, I just feel like they should put the Fox stuff in a separate tab. Like I kind of want it to be, you know, separated out a little bit. Oh, um, I, I guess you can do that. I don't know. Just all like, right. I don't take know that I'm, Fox. Right. Steve wants to learn. He doesn't want your Fox movies in here. <laughs> Keep your Simpsons out of my animal shows. <laughs> Said nobody um, but us. <laughs> But there have only been two episodes thus far at the time of this recording. So I, I am super looking forward to all the future installments. Um, it's a great thing, I think, that Disney's been able to do with some of these shows is uh, stretch out the viewing because it's very easy to just binge watch in today's society and just watch everything all at once and then you're out of stuff. Right. So I... While I hate that I have to wait for another episode, it does it does make me appreciate the episodes more and pay closer attention to when things are coming out. Yeah, um, I'm not 100% sure when the new episodes go live on there. Um, but if you have Disney Plus, I highly recommend The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom because it's super entertaining and you will definitely fall in love with all these animals. Right? I hope so. They're cute. I think so. Uh, but... It's like I always say, if you ever wanted to watch somebody give a line of physical, Disney's Animal Kingdom is the place you ought to be. Get physical, physical. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.